Blog Talk Radio. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 27, it says, Then the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion and lost him and forgave him the debt. If you don't forgive, and you're out here as a Christian struggling with alcohol, and you don't forgive, and you ask the Lord to forgive you for the alcohol, the drinking, or you being drunk, he ain't forgave you. And then you die, you go to hell. So you got to forgive so God can forgive you. That blocks your benefits for being on earth to keep yourself away from hell. I, I, I look at myself. We have to look at ourselves, looking at other people. Stop trusting in people. Stop putting your trust in positions. Put your trust in the, in the Lord's word. Please do that and look at yourself. So we have a conflict within us. Now, if you got a, something that you battling within ourselves, and if we don't forgive, where is the grace that we need? Like the grace that God gave me when I was smoking crack cocaine. I'm running guns, selling cocaine at night, doing all wild, stupid stuff. And God forgave me through all of that. This is why I don't mind forgiving others. The key to making sure that you get grace so that you won't give up is to forgive. You have to forgive. We have a battle that we are dealing with. Every last one of us are dealing with a battle. Ain't nobody righteous. I'm not perfect. Don't look up to me. I don't want nobody looking up to me. Look up to Jesus. I'm not worthy. Okay? I don't like it. I'm not worthy. I'm just an ordinary man. Apostle and all the titles. I don't want this. Emmett Overton. That's all. I don't like it. I'm trying. I got my problems. We all got our problems. And every last one of us who have flesh have this problem, including the Pope. Okay, so this Holy Father stuff, I don't know where that comes from, from the Bible. Because the Bible says, call no man uh, father, but you have one father which is in heaven. But the conflict that we have and the reason why that we have to forgive others so that when you make that mistake, you don't die in your sin. If we confess our faults, he is just and able to forgive us from all unrighteousness. First John 1, 9, I ask the Lord to forgive me every 30 minutes. I don't want to die in my sin. Every night I go to bed, Lord, forgive me. You may have a stronghold. I, 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 I can't say a name, and I don't want to say this. I just want to say I know somebody have a stronghold of tobacco. Man, it's eating them out. And I've been praying for the brother. In many years as he's been struggling with this thing, he forgives. He forgives now. He don't have no. And so he's still. And I said, Lord, why is this? He said, because he forgives, I give him grace. Not that God wants us to continue to sin, but it is hard to change and, and get things out of us, especially when some of us don't even realize it. it's demons now. I'm not dealing with demons tonight because demons do make people do things. And now you know I'm a deliverance minister. I'm about getting the demon out. But we're dealing with the flesh. You can't get that out. This is where we need grace. This is why we have to forgive others. In Galatians chapter 5 
uh, verse 16, it says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Now, see, no one ain't ever told me how to do that. Chapman Durden, did anybody ever teach you how to walk in the spirit? No, not at all, brother. Dr. Montgomery Walker says you learned that in theological studies. No, brother. Did I? All I heard was we. All I heard was we had written word. Did I? All he heard was we had his written word. I was Roman Catholic. God knows I didn't know it. I went to a ritual from age five years old, sprinkled, not baptized. I was sprinkled, but I sure went to the Jordan of Israel and got baptized in the Jordan, and that totally changed me. <coughs> I'm not always, I'm not there. I got sins in me. I got things that's in my heart that ain't right. We, the heart is wicked. We have to forgive others so that we won't give up while we're trying to change in our life. The heart is wicked above all imagination. No man can trust it. That's all of us. So we really need grace to be dealing with these issues. Chapman Durden, why not pastors teach this in churches? I don't know. Each person has their own program. Uh, everybody got a different personality, so I can't speak for others, you know. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, in uh, Jeremiah... It says, thus says the Lord, cursed be the man that trusted in man and make it his flesh his arm, whom's heart depart from the Lord. See, when we believe in human strength, it ain't going to open up no toe for forgiveness. Forgiveness gives you benefits for protection on earth. I remember I was a, when Brother John trained me as a chaplain. I went into this room and... Uh, Felt that to go in the room. Brother John had just left. He thinks he was going to Savannah to visit his mother at the time. And uh, it's been years ago. Uh, I was talking to the lady about the Lord, and she said she's, she got cancer. She can go any day. And I said, well, if you're going to go any day, do you know who Jesus is? And she said, oh, I've been baptized, and I go to Mount Perrin Baptist Church. I said, that, I didn't ask you about joining. That's a membership of fellowship. That ain't a relationship with Christ. Do you have a personal relationship with the Lord? I say, all you got to do is believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If we believe in our mouth and confess Jesus, the Bible says if we believe that, we should be saved, Romans 10, 9. God's word is not bound. And the lady told me, well, I'll come back tomorrow. I I, I don't know. I'll think about it. Now, here you are in the bed, sick, and you're going to think about accepting Christ, and you can die any day. So I I saw the hardness of her heart. And then as I noticed, I began to talk to her, and I began to hear unforgiveness. And I said, this is what's going to kill her. She'll have no benefits because she won't forgive nobody. We have benefits in the Lord. When you forgive a person, 
you are releasing all the hurt and pain to Christ so that he can free you and keep you intact so that you can serve him and deal with the problems that we have with this flesh. But if you don't forgive, you can't get no benefits. Do you know the devil entices us according to James 1.14? We need grace for that. Now, the works of the flesh, which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, violence, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envy, and murder, and drunkenness, reveling, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I've also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, you need grace to get rid of the whole, all that stuff I just said. That ain't easy to get rid of. Do you know that sexual sins are the most difficult sin to get rid of? Because it's an arousement to the flesh, it's a relaxation, and you forget God and get absent. Man, you need some grace for that. Witchcraft. You need grace for that. You're trying to control somebody because you inherit that curse. You need grace. Now, the source of this war and why we should not give up is because God requires us to do certain things. And in Galatians 5.1, he tells us to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. See, this causes problems in our lives. We struggle with things. Some of them have strongholds. Some of some of them have some of us just lie and don't even think there's nothing wrong with it because the spirit been connected with you so long. It's part of your personality. We need grace for that. Don't give up. Forgive people so that if you're one of those type of persons, when you forgive a person, the Lord says, "Okay, I'm gonna give him some more mercy." It's like an insurance policy from keeping yourself away from hell. That's all that I'm talking about. Keep your insurance policy. You need your grace. I need grace. You know, every day I'm dealing with something. I'm I'm having a tremendous time even trying to get income, even on this radio station. This is very difficult. I have to trust God. I have my own personal problems, my own personal sins. I have to still counsel people, teach people. I don't have no time for nothing but ministry, nine to nine. I'm doing deliverance. It's hard. I'm human. I got I got to get myself straight, too, I, and that's sometimes for me. But we shouldn't allow ourselves to be entangled with bondages, and we can't get out of them if we don't forgive and release why is this important? Because God gives us grace in time of need. We're like a vapor here and gone. I don't want to miss it and go to hell. So let's look at this struggle that we have. All of us have this struggle. Paul definitely deals with this one in Romans chapter 7. When I was on crack cocaine, I would read this every day. And I was so bound with crack after it was over with, I would run to the Bible. Some of us are bound with a lot of stuff. It may not be crack. It may not be methamphetamine. I don't care what it is. 
You don't have to come call me and tell me what your sin is. I don't want to know. I'm not interested in knowing your sin. I got my own sin to deal with. And the sin I have can send me to hell. Amen. So I'm I'm dealing with me. But when we forgive able to be protected by the grace of God so that we don't have to give up. Another thing is we got to stop looking back. Lot's wife turned into a pillow of salt in Genesis 19:26 because she looked back. Stop looking back. What has happened is gone. It's under the blood of Jesus. Psalms 103, 11 and 12 says that he will forgive us and throw it into the sea of forgiveness. Let's go to Psalms 103, uh, 11 and 12. Psalms 103, 11, for as the heavens is higher above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. See, that's beautiful. But if you don't forgive, he can't remove that transgression from you. And say, for instance, you stuck with a spirit of gluttony. And you won't forgive. And that gluttony thing is piling up, piling up. Now the demon in you, the flesh won't, can't get no help because you ain't forgiven. You can't get your spirit quickened to change. Don't, don't quit and give up like that. Forgive people. I'm connecting this so that you can get your benefits that we have in God. Well, why am I saying this? Because we're carnal and we need all the grace we can on this earth. Now, let me show you something. If you please turn to your Bibles to uh, Romans chapter 7. I read this when I was an alcoholic, waking up from a hangover. People have struggles, and we're not supposed to judge people. We're not supposed to cut them down, bring them down. We're not supposed to degrade them. We ain't supposed to do that. We're supposed to encourage one another. Arm need the leg, the leg need the foot. This ain't easy walking this Christian thing, man. It's not easy. I don't, I don't, I'm talking about my own personal experience. It's not easy. So I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that this is a cakewalk because it's not. It's a struggle. If Paul wrote this to the Rome, Romans, the, the Gentiles, It, 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 it's, it's serious. Let's, let's look at this. Now, this is why we need grace, because of what we deal with in areas of what we do wrong. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, soul under sin. See, that's our problem right there. We was born into sin, and in sin did my mother conceive us. Now, this is why we need Jesus. The forgiveness of sin, who put all sin upon us. Now, say for instance, if you ain't forgave nobody, and you sold under sin, you're going to go to hell. Most Christians go to hell because they don't forgive people. That sent them straight to hell. Grace keep your tail alive till you try to get it right. I, re- I believe if you have a sin and you, you're trying to deal with it and you, you, know, you ask God to forgive you over and over, and if you committed that sin and you asked him to forgive you really meant it 
and you die the next day, you you see the Lord. This is why you need grace. We can't do this without God, man. I don't care what nobody say. You cannot do this without the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ delivers from sin, not the pastor, not me. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I do, I allow not. For what I would do, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. Now, we all deal with that. You don't want to get, some of us get angry. You don't want to get angry, you get back angry. You don't want to do it, and you know, you go do it. You go do this sin, you know it's wrong, but you still go do it. That's human nature. And this is why you need grace, so that you won't give up and not release somebody. Why you got a problem with you dealing with, but you won't forgive nobody. But yet you want God to run to your rescue. That ain't going to work. If then I do that which I would not, I consider unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Every last one of us got some sin that we have to do that's dwelling in us. And that's what we need to work on. We don't need to be looking at nobody else. Don't give up. Stand. If you fall, forgive others so that God can forgive you, so that you can receive your benefit, so that the devil won't destroy you through unforgiveness. Now then is no more I that do it, but sin that dwell in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwell no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. We've never been taught. I ain't never ain't nobody never told me nothing about fornication. I never heard of fornication until I was in my thirties. I ain't never I ain't know what spiritual adultery or adultery was. I was Roman Catholic. I didn't know nothing. And we need God that gives us his name and we receive who he is. And we've been missed out on so much teaching. We need his grace, man, to cover us in this thing. And uh, I'm trying to show the need for forgiveness so that you can continue to walk in your life, to get your life changed with whatever that you're dealing with. Romans 7, verse 19, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, we all do that. That's a problem. Well, we need grace for that problem. That's a problem. Repeat of sins. I'm not here to judge no one. I'm trying to tell you that, that you shouldn't give up on your walk with God. No matter what you're going through, God's grace is there for you. Don't let nobody judge you. Don't let nobody get in your business. Keep them out of your business. That they don't say very few words to people. Be kind to people. Avoid confrontation. Avoid argument and quarrel. Live peaceable among men because we got too much to be dealing with with the sin that's in us to be dealing with other issues that's contrary to what we're dealing with and the battles that we have within us. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity into the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, 
who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. <clears throat> so then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. It's a battle. It is a constant struggle. So what are you going to do? You're going to forgive people so you can get God's benefits and mercy and grace to help you when you make a mistake. God didn't wipe me out when I was smoking crack cocaine, 10 something years, wasting up money in the hotel, spending eight, nine hundred dollars, broke the next day, go back, make money in the street again, do the same uh, sin over and over and over and over and over and over and over. What about God? What what about if God would have taken me out in that sin? I would not be here right now. I'm thanking him right now. I'm praising him and I'm honoring him and I'm thanking him for his mercy and his grace for a sinner like me, for a sinner like you. We need to we thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your mercy, even if we have sinned against you. Lord, we thank you that we have an evil heart, a wicked heart. Lord, we do things that's displeasing to you. And we ask that you give us grace and help us with these evils. Help us with this flesh. Lord, we come up against every force that would go against the will that we have to change. Every evil force in the, in the, in the, in the first heavens through demonic spirits be evaporated by the blood of Jesus right now. Lord, give us grace. Give us mercy, Lord. Teach us your ways. Be patient with us, Father. And, Lord, we pray for the peace of Israel. We pray for the peace of Israel for the second coming of Christ, Father. We pray that you'll come and come. We don't know when you come, but, Lord, we see the signs. And, Lord, we ask that you protect every believer right now that they won't give up, Lord. Don't let them give up. There's now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth for your son, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for, for the mercy and for what he did at Golgotha so that we can be forgiven. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purposes. This passage greatly encourages the children of God when we must endure suffering in this life. God will bring good out of all afflictions, trials, persecutions, and sufferings. The good that God works is comforting us in the image of Christ and ultimately brings about glorification with him. The promise is limited to those who love God and have submitted to him through faith in Christ. All things do include our sins has been forgiven, can exercise this by the attainment of his blood through accepting him as the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. I tell you, God's mercy and love is so good for us. We need to take the time and opportunity to go away from the asking for the pay the bills and, and, and let's just say God's righteous and mercy for all of us. Based on Romans 9, 1, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great heaviness 
and continuous sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself was accused from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israel, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the servants of God and the promises, who are the fathers and of whom are concerning the flesh of Christ come, who is over all, God forever and amen. Not as though the word of God have taken none effect, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children? But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise accounted for the seed. If you are the children of the flesh, that means you won't forgive. You can't be counted for the seed to get the benefits to keep you going when you make a mistake. When you fall, you're not forgiven. You didn't forgive nobody, but you want God to forgive you when you made this horrendous sin. And then you go to church thinking God has forgiven you. It doesn't work like that. You must forgive so you can keep going, standing until God calls you to glory. And that's on his time. I shall not die but live. And I shall declare the works of the Lord. Stand strong in God. There's none righteous. Put your hope in his word. Put your hope in his word, not in any human being, not in any man. You cannot trust man. Man cannot save you. Christ Jesus can save you. The preacher can't save you. But Jesus of Nazareth can save you and his word. I ask every last one of you to please give. We are being squeezed. And the devil is really trying to stop funds from coming. He does this a lot when we do a lot of deliverance. So I'm kind of used to it. And I need you to give. Please sow a seed here at Live Deliverance and that radio. Uh, we are in need. This is a new year, and there are bills that has accumulated that we don't have at this time, a 501c3 need to be re-registered, and we have to take care of our GoDaddy site so our site can stay up, and we need funds for those support. Uh, it's not easy running an Internet radio station. Uh, there's a lot of people to give to this radio ministry, and very few. We have about five or six dedicated uh, people who help us. But with all these people that we have, that shouldn't be a problem. We shouldn't have that. We shouldn't. Uh, be dealing with this with too many people listening to us give to this ministry why not you can't give to this ministry we we don't believe in prosperity doctrine I, I'm not asking for no helicopter I'm trying to keep the bills paid please sow a seed to us if you've never done it take the time to, today and help this ministry we are calling out for your need we need you we need you to support us, and I need your prayers. This is not easy, not easy. And I thank the Lord for the weight loss. The God has taught me how to lose this weight, and I'm going to share with you how to lose weight. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Now, we're going to talk about some health issues. I'm 61 years old, and what you can do to change the diet. You don't really need to eat a lot of consumption. It's here. you got to tell yourself, no, I'm just not going to eat that. And this, that's how I lost this weight. Willpower. 
Amen. God loves all of you. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the icon. The subscription there is a PayPal site. We need you to sow a seed. The Bible says despise not small things. Whatever you give us, we, we, we haven't received any really income in about three, about two to three weeks, and it has to come in to pay these bills. And we need every dime we can get. And I'm going to pray, and I've been praying against this spirit that's been trying to block finances from coming here. We also have a uh, GoFundMe at www.livedeliverance.com. Hit the icon GoFundMe. And uh, I fight against this spirit, and I'm going to win because God's going to move on your heart. If God's moving on you to sow a seed more than $2,000, obey him. God is moving on somebody to sow a seed, and the, the enemy is trying to block them. I'm not making up this because that's lying against the Holy Ghost, and I'm not going to do that. There's a person being hesitant. Don't do that. Don't be hesitant. Go in faith and allow the God to bless you, bless this ministry. God bless every last one of you. I'm not a uh, prosperity teacher, but we have to have money. Paul laid the money. They laid the money at the apostles' feet to pay the bills. You have bills to pay. A worthy of his hired labor is worthy is not hired. I don't even have enough for, to help my volunteers. We're just trying to stay on air, and we shouldn't have to be like that because what we teach, the devil come up against, and the devil don't want it. So help us keep the devil away from this radio station and sow a seed to this ministry. We have a lot of people that listen to us, lots. It would be nice if they sow the seed. You'll see the difference in the broadcast. I would be able to uh, pay uh, for uh, data information so I can get more people to listen. That costs money for that. And we don't have that. And we, we're going to change that this year because we're going to ask that you sow a seed. And we've been, you know, lacking. We don't want to make the people feel that we're about money. No, we need income to keep this on radio. And we're not going to let the devil take us out. We don't teach you taking, you know, send me no five hundred dollars and I'm gonna give you some water that came out of the faucet that you can ordain yourself. We don't do that, but we are in need. Can anybody hear me in need? If this ministry has helped you, help the ministry that help you. God bless you again. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left hand side of the PayPal icon. And at the top of www.livedeliverance.com there's a GoFundMe. God bless and shalom. We're going to open up the mics. Come join us at air code 646-378-1857 in our blog talk chat text room. God bless. Okay, those who are on the Internet radio station, we are going to get ready to turn this off so that you can go back to Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. God bless. Captain John Durden, you now have the mic. I am awaiting to hear the sermon from uh, Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. And I enjoyed the session. Uh, a lot of the set things you indicated and mentioned in night address was, was related to your personal life, which was really, really wonderful. Uh, and for those who don't know him, because we got previous calls from it, uh, who's writing his sermons and all that, because he's just 
or everything that you heard this evening came from came from the spirit of God. He had he had no idea what he's going to talk on. That's how it is always. And he ended up talking about himself, giving and then talking about uh, people he's met. And that's how it is. It's wonderful. You don't have to sit there for hours trying to figure out what you're going to say. He didn't have the slightest idea what he's going to say. And he got there and he just followed the spirit. And that's the first time I see the spirit had him to talk about his own personal life, which very, very, very relevant to the message tonight. I loved it, understand it, and um, it's really great. So let's Dr. all Galton, just continue to Dr. Hear the voice Dr. of God. Dr. Galton says he needs to talk to you on private line. Dr. Montgomery, Galton, Wilmo, and Stedman. We will get off the line to deal with these doctors. Chapman Durden, close us out in prayer, please. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you now in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And really thank you that you're pursuing us because you want none of us to end up in hell. Thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And thank you for your special, precious son, Christ Jesus of Nazareth. Without his sacrificial death, none of us have any hope of being with you in heaven. We thank you for Jesus, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit that comes to us in spirit and and reveal things to us that we need to know that we cannot quite understand from our own own mind. We thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace, and it's in, and especially for our uh, preacher for tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless, Brother John, and shalom. Shalom. <laughs>